Welcome. This is Don Marion, Akashic Records teacher and founder of the Radiant Heart School. And today we are talking about five ways to access the Akashic Records. You are in the right place if you've been wondering if the Akashic Records are a good match for you. You've heard the buzz about the records and are curious if you can be supported by working with them. Or you want to understand how Akashic Records information is received. And this is really about the mechanics of how the Akashic Records work. Or if you want to learn how to open your Akashic Records. So you've got a draw towards them and you think that might be your next best step. And if you're a soul seeker, you are definitely here to learn more and to understand more about the soul and your purpose, your role, and this information can serve you. So let's do a little recap. You are magnificent soul. You are made out of light and love, and you are a reflection of the divine. Now, how that ties into the Akashic Records is that the Akashic Records are the recording of the soul's journey from the moment it individuated from source until this present moment. It includes past lifetimes as well as future potentials. And you have a great amount of wisdom and power that is available to you within your Akashic record. If you think about it, it's like your soul has been on a journey for millennia, collecting information, growing, studying specific areas, becoming wise, and it's all there in your sacred Akashic records waiting for you to discover it. Of course, you're never really separate from it, but you have access to it through the Akashic records in a very specific way. So let's talk about those five ways that you can access Akashic records. I'll name them briefly, and then we'll go into them a little more specifically. So the first one is meditation, and you may have seen meditations to go into the Akashic Records. That's our first way to test the energy of the records and to connect with your soul. The second way is Reiki healing. And if you're a healer, you may have experienced this yourself, or you've been in a healing session for yourself or another person and an amazing energy opened up. In fact, I talk to healers often and they'll say, I know I was in the Akashic records. It was amazing, but I wasn't really sure what to do or I don't know how to get back. Right? So that's when this energy of Reiki opens itself up vibrationally and leads into the Akashic records. The third way to connect with Akashic Records is on dream states. This is when you're sleeping at night and your soul 
decides to go for a little cosmic spin and you go up into the Akashic Records. The next way is through psychic or intuitive means. So simply using the intuition, the third eye, to pull information from the Akashic Records. And the last way is using a sacred prayer. So which way is best for you? Well, let's go a little bit deeper and see how these different methods can support you and some of the benefits as well as some of the drawbacks. So the first one is meditation. The biggest plus about meditation is that it's easy, especially if you're using a guided meditation. It's also inexpensive. You can do it for free or you may pay a little bit of money to experience the meditation. It's great for trying out the energy of the Akashic Records. You can dip your toes in, see what it feels like to be connected to the fabric of your soul or to move into the sacred hall of records. And it creates a peaceful, connected state because you're really tuned into who you are on that big picture level. Now, I have a gift for you. I have an, a journey into the Akashic Records guided meditation that I'd love to give you if you'd like to try this method for yourself. And that is found at my website, donmarion.com forward slash free. Now, the drawbacks to doing this method is that it's more of an energetic alignment versus receiving specific information from the record keepers. It's also an entry level way. So if you're looking to go deep, if you really want to touch that, um, purpose for yourself, or you want to know who am I as a soul, you're craving for that deep, deep connection with yourself, with source, this may not be enough for you. Now let's talk about dream states. The benefit of dream states is that your ego is out of the way. You're sleeping, so you can go, you're free to experience as a soul. And you're often receiving support from your Akashic beings of light and your soul family. So as a soul, you were not meant to come here alone. You have many energetic alliances with your soul family, with your record keepers. And often we experience those alliances on a multi-dimensional level while we're sleeping. Our soul, or an aspect of us, slips out of the human body and goes and journeys. And when you go specifically to the Akashic Records, they are there supporting you. When this happens, it is definitely aligned, in alignment with your divine purpose, that you have a connection already with your Akashic Records, and you're simply activating that support that's there for you on this particular level. And a lot of times what's happening is you're going to retrieve information for yourself and the people you support. So this is for healers who somehow have the information that they need 
at the right time for their clients. And by healers, I mean all kinds of healers, right? Doctors, nurses, massage therapists, coaches, psychiatrists, psychologists, right? When you're working with people, if it's in alignment with your sole purpose, the Akashic Records will support you in a dream state, allowing you to have greater access to information so that you can support the people that you serve. Now, what are the drawbacks of that? You can't make it happen, right? It happens when you're sleeping. It happens when you're out of the way. And you often wake up tired when this happens. And it's like your soul's been out partying all night, right? And so in the morning, you may be dragging. The other downside is you often don't remember what happened on your journey. And I'll talk to people and they'll say, I know I was there. I saw this beautiful temple or I saw this beautiful library full of books. So I know I was there, but I don't remember what I was doing. I don't remember anything about it. And that's the drawback of this particular way of connecting with the Akashic Records. Now, healing. When you connect with the Akashic Records and healing, and it could be, I want to clarify, other types of healing too. I've talked to people who've visited the the records um, through quantum healing on occasion or in a shamanic type state. So what really happens when you're connecting with the records in a healing session is that a vibration, a particular vibration is reached within that session that is an access point into the records or that person that is being worked on has a connection with the Akashic Records. So there's something there for them. And the biggest bonus about this is when it happens, it's in divine order. It's magic. There's also deep soul healing that happens when the Akashic Records come in healing session. It feels amazing. People will tell me that, Don, it feels so good. How do I get back? <laughs> right? And that is also the, the negative side of, of this, as it were, is that you can't get there at will. Again, you can't make it happen. It's something that spontaneously happens when the energies align and there is a divine purpose involved. And you may have an uncertainty about what to do next. So when you are in that space, you know you're in the unconditional love, you know you're in the records, you know that you're, you're in a very sacred soul container, and then you're just not sure how to navigate that, right? Certainly, how to navigate that, how to go deeper into it. Now, let's talk about the psychic and intuitive means to accessing Akashic Records information. What are the bonuses? And the biggest one is that you get useful information regarding karma, past lives, contract, and soul purpose. So these will often come through in a psychic or intuitive reading. And 
sometimes readers are connected to the Akashic records either through their guides or they know that that's Akashic record information. And what's useful about that is that when you need it, you need it, right? And I think about why do people have an intuitive reading or a psychic reading? And it's usually because something's going on in their life. They're in a hot spot and they want information on what's happening, the bigger picture, is their karma, do they have a contract, things of this nature. And so occasionally that information does come through and it's often used through a third eye connection or a psychic connection that that information is retrieved or pulled from the Akashic records. Now, the negative about this is there can be a broad spectrum of quality of information. And what I mean by that is if the Akashic records are the recordings of everything in the universe, the cosmos, right? There's nothing really that isn't in the domain of the Akashic records. So we have to be a little bit specific here when we talk about Akashic records because there's so much more than just information. And as a teacher, I see this often that the information piece is really just the, f the first level of what's available in the Akashic records for you, that there's an energetic piece to it. And there is a deep soul reclaiming piece to it. And there is an unconditional love piece to it. And when you put all of that together, you have the Akashic records. And so sometimes just getting the information is really a small sliver of what is possible in that particular realm. And another thing that comes up is not all psychics are healers. So if something traumatic comes up, you can be stuck with unresolved emotions and energy. And as an Akashic Records consultant, I have seen this many times where someone received information about a past life for themselves, say perhaps, um, the ones that I see most often are that they'd been tortured or burned at the stake for being a witch, for example, or perhaps there was an ugly karma in a past life with a loved one. And that information is useful to have. It came forward for a purpose. So the intuitive or the psychic is not wrong for delivering that information. But what happens is if they're not able to heal that in the moment, it's like opening up this energy that cannot be resolved. And so what happens to that person is that they feel upset about it. They feel the trauma. They feel the discomfort of something stirring in them. And they're not sure how to heal it. And so that's when the Akashic records really shine. And that's what makes a difference between a psychic or intuitive way of connecting with the Akashic records and connecting with the records in the next method that I'm going to talk about, which is the sacred prayer method. So what is a sacred prayer? It is, just as it sounds, it's a prayer, sacred prayer, 
that acts as a vibration that unlocks the Akashic Records. Now, this is the method that I teach, and it is the method that I learned how to open the Akashic Records with. And you may even have had exposure to one of the sacred prayers. There's many sacred prayers out there, and in fact, many books that list a sacred prayer in them so that you can read it, you can feel the energy of this opening into the Akasha. So what are the bonuses of the sacred prayer? Well, one, when you use the sacred prayer system or process, you are creating a relationship with your Akashic records, beings of light. So the sacred prayer is like going into your sacred hall of records and connecting not only with information, but with wisdom, with your soul, with your purpose. And all of that container is held by your Akashic record beings of light. So they're like your spirit guides who specifically work in the Akashic records and they're there to guide you through this lifetime and to support you in all ways. When you use the sacred prayer, you actually learn a process where you connect directly with those Akashic record beings of light and begin to have a conversation with them. And as you do that, you build a relationship. Now your relationship already exists. That's the beautiful thing. These beings of light have been advising you for lifetimes. They know you so well and they love you unconditionally. So you're really building another level of conscious relationship with the support that is here for you. The next benefit is that you channel your own guidance and wisdom when you're working with a sacred prayer. So one of the most beautiful things one of my students said to me last week was it's so freeing to be able to get her own information. Now, think about that. Think about that. What if every time you had a challenge or a problem with someone in relationship or you were uncertain about what to do, like all of the reasons, why do we get intuitive readings, right? Why do we, why do we reach our hand out because we need a little help, right? Because something's going on in our world and we want to know what to do, right? Where do I go next? Should I stay? Should I go? All of those questions, all those things that come up. Well, what would happen? What would that look like for you if every time one of those situations occurred and you could just source the answer for yourself? See, because when you're using a sacred prayer, you're channeling your own guidance you're ch channeling your own wisdom, you are supported by your Akashic beings of light, and you start to step into your power. You start to reclaim your sovereignty because you see that it's all within you. It's all within your Akashic records. And anything that is out of alignment, whether it's in your internal world or appears in your external world that you have this tool to be able to bring it back into alignment. 
The next benefit is that deep healing is available where you need it and when you need it. So as we were talking, but there's layers of information found within the Akashic records. They can be at a very surface level, things that you already know, that your heart knows. And then they go into depth. They go into an increasing depth. And sometimes we'll find places, if you're like me, you will find a place where you say, you know, I'm just not there yet, right? There's a wounded child piece here, or there's a belief that's coming from my family, an ancestral belief around worth, or there's a, a visibility issue coming up for me, like I'm afraid to be seen, and it's related to a past life. So whatever the thing that comes up, you actually have the ability in the moment to pivot into healing. So we take it from information to wisdom to transformation. We gather the information that's there. Why is something happening? And turn that into wisdom. So what was that all about anyway? Right? What's the blessing here? What did my soul learn? How do I know myself better after that experience? And so we gather the blessings and then we move it into transformation. So any residual energy that's stuck in that place, any old beliefs, any old fears, you have access in that moment to transform it. It's very powerful. And another bonus is you have access to daily support in all areas of your life. And I talked about that earlier, right? Like what would it be like if every time, you know, the shit hit the fan that you could open your records, you know, hopefully you do it before, <laughs> right? Because, you know, when you have a, a, when you create momentum for yourself, of course, in being connected, those big flare up days happen less and less and less because you're living more in your alignment. You're, you're being more of your vibration of who you truly are. And that's the beauty of the sacred prayer is when you're in your records, it's like you're marinating in the energy of who you really are. Like it's not who you think you are and it's not who you want to be or the perfect version of you, you 2.0, but it's really who you are on a soul level and who you are as innocent, who you are as a divine being, who you are as a human. And you're being in all of it, integrating all of it inside of you, which is a wonderful catalyst for your soul growth. And the last benefit although I'm sure there's more, <laughs> is that you don't need to be a psychic, a healer, or an intuitive for it to work. So this is a beautiful thing about Akashic Records work, and that's the distinction that I want to make is it is not activated by your ability to see things or to know things or 
that you have amazing psychic gifts or you've been an intuitive for 20 years or you already are in healing energy all the time. None of that matters in the Akashic Records because the Akashic Records is all about your heart. It is 100% heart activated. It's activated by your heart's desire to open up to itself, to know who you are, to receive the goodness, receive the abundance, receive the light, receive the unconditional love that is part of your soul's birthright. It's yours and it's yours right now. And when you use a sacred prayer, and you open up your heart to receive yourself, that is when the magic happens. That is when we tune in to the Akashic Records and we're able to receive for ourselves this deep wisdom, healing, transformation, frequency, vibration, um, soul healing, so many things that can come out of the time that you spend in your Akashic Records. Okay, so let's talk about some of the potential negatives with the sacred prayer process. The first one is that requires an investment in time and of resources. So if you're going to learn how to do this, the usual way is to study with a teacher. Now, some people have found sacred prayers in Akashic Records books. My beautiful friend and teacher, Lisa Barnett, has shared her prayers in her books as well as other Akashic Record teachers. And that can be an easy and inexpensive way to learn how to do this work. But a lot of times that doesn't work for students. And so I want to speak into that just a little bit if that's happened to you or if you're considering that that might be the best way is that it often requires a container for the learning to occur. And what I mean by that is when you are with a teacher or trainer who is holding the sacred energy along with the Akashic beings of light in a group setting to support a group of students as they return to their own sacred Akashic records, which I have to say as a teacher, it's the most beautiful thing that first open, right? For the group, when I see people connecting for the first time and maybe sometimes lifetimes, such a joy. But when you're in that sacred container, it's a lot easier to anchor the process and to anchor the energy as well as you have someone holding your hands right? You've got someone who can um, guide you, who can answer your questions, who can help you fine tune things. And students who do it that way usually are a lot more successful than those who try to do it with a book and have so-so results, which kind of breaks my heart a little bit because as a teacher, and I know the power of this tool, I really want people to get it. Right? I want people to have the ability to tap into their records that well and to have it guide them forward. So if you choose to train with a teacher, 
there can be an investment of time and of resources. And it also takes some practice, right? To become proficient in your Akashic records, you're going to practice. Now, I know that you most likely will want to practice because you want to you want to reap the benefits of this beautiful beautiful tool. But I also know that we're human, <laughs> right? And stuff comes up. And so we have to be disciplined. We have to put time in our calendar. We have to say yes. We have to put ourselves first so that we can grow ourselves spiritually. And it's not for everybody. And what I mean by that, one of my first teachers, the late Donna Fox said, Akashic records are not everyone's cup of tea. And I remember thinking, how could that be? Like, how could not everybody want that? <laughs> right? And as I matured and as I became a consultant and then a teacher and then started my own school, I realized, you know, she was right. It's not for everyone. So how do you know if it's for you? I want to present you with this. Your heart and soul know the way. So just like that bird who knows when it's born, how to fly, where to go as it migrates, where to nest, so do you know that embedded in you is the truth, your truth, your sacred truth. And if you are being drawn to the Akashic records, you can discern which way is the best for you. For some people, having the meditation and connecting to their heart and their soul and being wrapped up in that luscious, unconditional love energy is enough. There may be some of you who are soul seekers. You want to know more. You've got burning questions about who you were in a past life and how those lives relate to this life. And have you known your partner in a past life? And do you have a contract? And are there any vows and all of the things? And if that's true, you may be guided. You will be well suited to learn how to open your records so that you can ask those questions. Sometimes what you need is an Akashic Records reading that has the information for you specifically, as well as the healing and transformation that you may need in that moment. Or you might be just delighted to connect with that field of energy as a healer or resting in knowing that your soul knows what it's up to right? If it slips out at night in dream states, that's good enough. And you might resonate with all of those, which is a strong cue that it would be beneficial for you to take a look deeper and to see, are you leaning in? Is learning how to do your own Akashic records, accessing your own Akashic records, using a sacred parish system, the right choice for you? You can trust yourself. So I want to thank you for your time listening today. 
Again, I'm Dawn, Dawn Marion. You can receive that free Akashic Records journey meditation at my website at dawnmarion.com forward slash free, as well as learn about any upcoming Akashic Record trainings I'm offering. So I thank you and bless you. Namaste.